Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? What is leverage? That's a good question. Leverage is a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. It's when you come to the table with so much value that they need you more than you need them, and you're going to get a better deal. You're going to get a yes as opposed to a no. You're going to get attention as opposed to being ghosted. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to need in the music business to succeed today is leverage. Your talent is not leverage anymore. Mm -hmm. It has to be more than that, and that's why we created The Climb. That's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. That whole thing was birthed by my songwriter, genius friend, and good co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And Brent helps songwriters like you all the time, every single day, turn pro, by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then he connects you with the pros to take away that excuse of, I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. It's gone. You can find Brent real easy at songwritingpro.com. Once again, songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. (laughs) How are you, brother? (laughs) Good. That's D as in delayed. D as in delayed. We are not only uh, face-to-face in the office once again filming this podcast, but we have an audience, a peanut gallery back here from... Ms. Lexi and Peggy and some amazing daredevil interns that make the world move, that make the world spin in the right direction. I yes. love it. I'm grateful for them. Um, so today we're gonna, man, I'm gonna blow your mind. We are gonna, we're gonna drop a bomb. Okay. A value bomb. Value bomb. That's it's a value bomb, kind. but it's gonna sting. <laughs> A little bit. It's going to hurt. Yeah. You might have some shrapnel. I feel a little pressure. Yeah. You're going to feel some pressure. It's going to be <laughs> right. wounded right here. Feel some pressure right here. Um, it's not about you. Because it's about me. That's right. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about me. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right, Johnny. <laughs> it is not about you. It is about me. <laughs> so uh, before we get into that, and we're going to teach you how to really... Uh, uh, up your game, how, how to become more successful and really change and move the needle. And, and you're not the only one that's thinking like this. This is a we, we, we've touched on this the concept of this on a previous podcast, but mm-hmm. I want to drill down mm-hmm. really deep on this and really give people some 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 concepts moving forward. But uh, before we do that, let's take care of a little business. Yes. Um, number one, join the climb community if you haven't already. It's on Facebook. It is a rapidly growing community of people helping people, songwriters, indie artists, people talking about marketing, people talking about songwriting. Uh, lots of cool content in there. And we let everybody in that asks to be let in, but you do need to ask to be let in and just don't be obnoxious or we'll roadhouse you. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. It all the 
full episodes on Tuesday magically appear in your phone, your podcast player, and all the mini-sodes magically appear on Friday. Share it with a friend. The best thing you could do is, is, is a referral. Is say, hey, man, this is cool. There's some great content here. You should check this out. If it's another musician friend, another artist friend, another songwriter friend, if you found it valuable, they can find it valuable. And um, finally, take a couple seconds, leave a five-star rating and review, and let some people who are thinking about spending a little bit of time here on this podcast know that it's legit. That's right. Right? So, um, speaking of which. Yes. Do we have a five-star review? I believe we have another tasty five-star review. This one is from I Am Stice? S-T-E-I-S? Good, I am good enough for me. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, and you are giving us five stars. We appreciate that. It's, uh, it's titled Free Information. So Johnny has been helping me for years. Oh. I can't keep track of how much great information I've gotten. Thanks for being a great resource. Awesome. So He doesn't like you. you. He likes me. It's about and me. It is about you. In the you. episode that's See, about I you. See, I can read this because it's not about me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's not about me. But thank you. For that five-star review, we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so here, here's the thing. When we're talking about trying to expand a brand, when we're talking about trying to get the art and the artist in front of new people mm-hmm. and turn them on to, to you so that you can grow your audience, so that right. you can make a living doing what you love to do, what you were born to do, That's right. being an artist, uh, it's a different game today. Right, mm-hmm. it's different. The, the the mass media stuff isn't working like it used to. Meaning, I just put you on the radio. I put you on the and we pound show, it into your head, right? and you're on Ned Sullivan, and everyone's talking about you over and over and over. And next thing you know, you're famous. You blink your eyes, and you're famous. Right? right? Uh, it's a different medium. It's a different platform on social media. A few episodes ago, if you go find, uh, I can't remember the number of the episode, but if you find, um, there's an episode. that's the difference between radio and digital marketing marketing mm-hmm. on radio and, and digital marketing um, that broaches the concept of what we're going to talk about was it called? episode 120 well, the difference ep- between radio and online marketing there you go so what we're going to do here we're going to dig down deep more into what does that mean like what the digital market how do i get somebody to care about me and care about mm-hmm. my music online that's the you know, in marketing, you need two things. You need reach and you need frequency. You've got to be able right. to reach them, and then you've got to be able to repeat and remarket and continually get them again and again and again and again to get the message inside their head. That's the way songs worked on the radio. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you heard a hit song, you didn't even know you heard it. Right. <laughs> it went in one ear and out the other, and it mm-hmm. took seven or eight times before it became subconsciously recognizable. It's why companies like Tide Detergent love NASCAR, because mm-hmm. people sit and watch that darn logo go around a circle right, right. for three hours yeah and it's awesome it's the most amazing amount of uh frequency you could have right and <laughs> so it is um it's there it's why it's why advertisers love live sports because it's not binge watching and you can't fast forward through the commercials cause it's mm. happening right now and you want to watch and so their frequency means more in the messaging because they have to get it inside your head number one to create a new brand name which is what most of you are trying to do mm-hmm uh, that's hard. Number two, once you have the brand, Coca-Cola doesn't spend billions of dollars on advertising because... because nobody knows who they are. Yeah, because nobody knows who they want to stay top of mind, right? right? And so there's that piece of it. And how to do that online, though, has changed because with broadcasting, we, we talked about this in the last episode, but it's one to many, mm-hmm. right? So television is broadcasting, one to many. Right. Uh, radio, broadcasting, one to many. A live show, 
one to many. Right. But uh, social media can become broadcasting if you have a massive audience. If you're Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. you put out a tweet, that's one to many, right? right? Even though it's still being received one to one. Right. On your phone, handheld, by you. Yeah. yeah. It's still blurs into broadcasting right right and and therefore and those and, and the proof in that is uh you know somebody like a kim kardashian gets paid five hundred thousand dollars to tweet out one thing and have it like your shirt on or be, have your handbag right yeah. or something like that it's going to be worth that kind of money because everybody's going to see yeah, it because you're an influencer yeah, yeah you're an influencer because you have that and and but when you're building the brand, when you're building, like, how is it that we have all, I've, I've mentioned this on podcasts before, where all of our artists, if they've been with Daredevil longer than, say, six months, and I'm generalizing, there's always exceptions to the rule, mm-hmm. but for the most part, they've got a bigger audience and a bigger social media accounts with real people engaging them back and forth than any major label uh, artist that isn't famous. Right. And you're like, how does that happen? Like, how do we do that? The the biggest thing that we understand is that it's one to one. And remember that last episode we talked about the sales guy, right at the kitchen table. Yeah. And we were doing like I don't want that guy in my house, but he's there. The guy yelling at me at the top of his lungs, like he's standing on a used car lot with a big, you know, floppity wavy guy behind him, <laughs> trying to get you to come in for Memorial Day or Labor Day. Exactly. Now he's in your house. Now he's yelling at me with the same, and he brought the. And he brought the flippity floppity guy, and he's in your living room, just waving his arms and bowing and doing that number. You know that that's guy? right. That's right. The balloon guy, whatever. Yeah, that's I right. Want that in my house. So, so sometimes they got to come in there because they got a product that you want, and you have to realize it, 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 from the from the perspective of the person who owns the kitchen table, you don't want that sales guy in there. Right. But you feel like you need something, and you're going to decide, you know, in the first thirty seconds, if if he feels, if you feel like he cares about you, mm-hmm. then you're gonna then you're gonna move on to the next part of the deal, which is the terms, right? Like the right. product, the quality, the reputation, the price. Mm-hmm. Can I get payments? Like whatever it is to make that happen is only going to come after you decide whether or not that guy cares about you and or in, in your family, if you have a family, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the sa- you're the sales guy online. Right. That nobody wants. <laughs> right. Right? That, yeah. That, that nobody needs. And you get to like sort of force your way into their account mm-hmm. and say something. And uh, or they come and they're they're made aware of you, and they're going to come and they're going to look at your feed. Mm-hmm. And what sort of spurred this on? I want to talk about this was um, one of our artists. Um, I'm not going to mention a name. I'm looking. At, there's a label looking at him right mm-hmm. now, which is really exciting. Right? Yeah, that's cool. Because this is the first planet that has to align. They got to be interested in looking at him. There's about ten other planets that have to align. <laughs> right. So I'm not waving the the success flag yet. Right. But but this is yeah. a necessary first step. We're really excited about it. Mm-hmm. And we went and looked at this label, and we were looking at a couple other artists on the label. They have like one really famous artist that you would know the name of. Right. And again, I'm not going to mention that name because I don't want to talk about the, the the label. But this is indicative of like every label. We looked at some of the other artists. Who are not famous. Who are not famous. But have looked at their numbers, looked at their engagement, mm-hmm. and looked at their content. Yeah. And you know what it is? Look at me, 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 look at me. Playing here, playing there, did this, I did that. Like, you know, and it's, there's nothing there for me. Right. I don't know who that artist is. Yeah. I don't know the name of that. I'm like, who's that? You know, I was talking about Randy. Randy's like, oh, it's so and so. He said, like, Three singles on the on the radio on P one radio, so they spent millions on yeah, him already. Yeah. It's millions yeah. of dollars on him already. My artist is just slightly lower than his account. Same as far as like 
like number numbers of, of followers. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my artist is uh, the the percentage of engagement, like uh, you know how much engagement they get, like super mm -hmm. close. Like, yeah. like negligible. So basically, close. the same engagement as this guy who spent millions of dollars of his label's money yeah. to get P1 radio spins, and your artist hasn't. Yeah. So he's getting so much more bang for the buck, right? So Ex much more fan for the buck. Exactly. Now, how is that? How is that happening? Like, what is it? So. Two, two things going on here. Number one, we've got something that's working, and I yeah. want to share that with you. Number two is you're not the only one that's screwing it up. <laughs> 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 you know, and, and so I recommend, like, if you haven't heard episode 120, stop this, go back and listen to that first, and then we're going to dig down into this. Right. So the good news is you're screwing it up like a bunch of people. The good news is you're qualified to work for many record labels. Mm -hmm. The bad news is you're not qualified to work for Daredevil. That's right. You're going to need <laughs> right. to step it up. Right. And, and, and you're going to get more success from it. So the key is this. You and I have talked before about Seth Godin, who's like our marketing guru, guru right? Yeah. Seth Godin's marketing guru, who's like the overlord. Like if Seth Godin's yeah. like a high priest. If he's like Darth Vader, this is like Emperor, Emperor. Palpatine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that is uh, Zig Ziglar. Yeah. Uh, very, very famous sales guy. And you might be rolling your eyes right now. Oh, Seth, sales, we're going to talk about uh, sales. I'm an artist. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this quote on you first yeah. here, okay? Um, I have always said that everyone in everyone is in sales. Maybe you don't hold the title of salesperson, but if the business that you're in requires you to deal with people, you, my friend, are in sales. Yes, you are. <laughs> and as an artist, mm -hmm. as a songwriter, mm -hmm. um, as a musician, mm -hmm. the people that listen that are in our community here for this podcast, what kind of people they got to deal with? People. People. Like you got to deal <laughs> with other band members, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to deal with program directors at mm -hmm. radio stations. Got to deal with agents, booking agents. Got to deal with press. You got to deal with. Uh, uh, Might uh, deal with publishers. Pu publishers. people. If you're a writer, or an artist. Yeah. And engineers. If you're in mm -hmm. a studio, you got to deal with fans. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And as an artist, you're trying to expand your. These are people you got to deal with, and if you don't know how to deal with them effectively, mm -hmm. and you're or you're doing it in a manner that is effective on this platform, but not on this platform, you're frustrated. You're yeah. not growing, and here's why. People don't buy for logical reasons. They buy for emotional reasons. We, you think you buy for logical reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, you think that, um, and it, it feels good, and it resonates in, in your core values that a six-cylinder engine is, uh, should cost more than a four-cylinder engine because it's two more cylinders. Right, right? yeah. So, so it's like 33% you know, more or 50% more power, mm -hmm. and, uh, and therefore it should cost more. But then if you went and sat down with a, with a Lotus Esprit mechanic and he would blow your mind and his little four-cylinder engine would just kick the butt of your biggest six-cylinder that you have mm -hmm. six ways from Sunday. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. So we buy we, for, for emotional reasons. And when you understand that, that, and we're not talking about just selling merch here or T-shirts or selling CDs, we're talking about them buying into you, the concept mm -hmm. of you, the concept of you as a songwriter, the concept of you as a, a valid Let's say if you're a publisher, uh, not only are you, do you have some talent, but you're also somebody I can work with, right? right like yeah. they're buying into you. They want to hang out with you, right? Yeah. Or if you're trying to get new fans as a independent artist online, and uh, you know what's going to make them interested in buying into you? You don't have the luxury of shoving your art down their throat like you could mm -hmm. with radio, right? And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that like in a super all powerful way. Mm -hmm. Right, like like you're forced to. It used to be about the art 
first because that's the way radio worked and the the the, the music could do the talking. Right. And they didn't have a choice because they had to listen mm-hmm. many, 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 many times. And then if it was good, they came around. Right. I want to find out more about Guns N' Roses. I want to find out more about Nirvana yep. because I keep hearing their stuff. Right. And now you don't have that luxury because I don't. I, you can't push that song on me. I don't right. care about you. Why don't I care about you? Because I don't know you and I don't think that you care about me. Right, yeah. Right? I don't think that you care about me. So, the, um, you know, I, we have a... a uh, every time I get a new possible client that comes on board, and they're gonna, um, uh, they're thinking we're thinking about we're doing the dance. You know, are, are yeah. we gonna work? Like they're checking us out. We're checking them out. Inevitably, I'll go look on the feeds, and it's all about them. Right. It's not about me. There's nothing there for me. I don't know them from a can of paint. There's nothing there to strike a tone with me. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I care about what your tour schedule is if yeah. I don't know you? Right. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Right. And so think about the marketing process of number one, if you're if you're if you're grasping this and you're like, okay, I realize that whether I like it or not, whether I believe it or not, whether I want to or not, I'm going to have to do some marketing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to break some people's thought processes, break their pattern interrupt Mm -hmm. and and get them to say, hey, look at me. And then when you go and look at them, there better be something for them. Yeah. On your feed. Right. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just. Everybody's got that friend. I was thinking about that friend. Yeah, that yeah. just always talks about themselves. Oh yeah. <laughs> they the phone rings like, oh, I wonder what their drama is. Right yeah, because exactly. you know that's the only time they call. I had a friend like that for a while. Yep. That every time she would call, I knew this. Like, Ooh, there's gonna be drama. Yep. Not involving me. I'm just gonna hear about it. Yes. And it's clockwork. Yeah. Exactly. Now. So sometimes you pick. Sometimes you don't even pick up the phone. You're like, I can't deal with it. You're just like, I ain't right? got time for this. And sometimes you do pick up the phone because they're a friend. Yeah. Now you're at a party with a bunch of your buddies, mm-hmm. bunch of your friends, uh, and then you meet this person for the first time, mm-hmm. and they're not a friend. And all they do is talk about themselves. They're they're still not a friend. What do you think? I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, gotta go to the bathroom. So yeah. Why on earth would you have your 
content on your social media, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook, all about you. Right. You know, everyone's favorite subject is themselves, pretty much, right? Yeah. So the, their favorite subject is not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's themselves. Yeah. And so, and so, and by the way, um, you know, there's a there's a story I told a while back about an artist, a friend of mine. I, I might have wrote a blog about it. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but he he. And this is a common sort of misconception, right? Like he's from a small town in a, in a in a flyover state, mm-hmm. okay, and a talented dude, like a good mm-hmm. guy, a good guy, super talent, great writer. Like he deserved to be heard. Like mm-hmm. he, that guy, great talent. He met like a really really big famous producer mm-hmm. one time. And he got a chance to shake his hand, talk about him, and the, and the producer was like the obligatory, well, hey, man, stop by the office sometime, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, so we did it. Like, I came down a month later, and we went, and he wouldn't let us in. Like, yeah. we couldn't talk to him. Like, and he was pissed. Yeah. Like, as if that guy lied to him. Yeah. You know, but it's like, man, he doesn't know you. Yeah. You know, like, he, what's in it for him right now? Right, yeah. He doesn't know. Like, you know, so you have to create that, you have to deepen it. How do we deepen that relationship? You've got to do something for them. It's got to be about them, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, so when you, when you, the biggest, one of the biggest challenges we have at Daredevil is, especially with an artist that we start working with who has taken ownership of their social media, a lot of times it's just neglected, right? Yeah. And then we get to do what we want to do, and it's a little bit more carte blanche. But sometimes yeah. they've taken ownership of it. They have a certain particular way that they do things. Mm-hmm. And I love that they take ownership of it. But then we'll, I have to have a conversation with them. Like, okay, part of the reason why you're paying me right. the money that you're paying me is because we're going to post some stuff that you wouldn't think about posting. Right. And here's what we're going to do. It's me stuff about them, like a quote. Mm-hmm. Right. Um some uh, it's something that isn't your tour schedule, something that isn't you backstage, something that's valuable and relevant to them, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we've talked about Granger Smith in the past yeah. with Earl Dibbles Jr. It, the content of Earl Dibbles Jr. was relevant and personal to his audience because it was entertaining. It was entertaining, it be, and it was entertaining because it was about that, like they knew somebody that they was like that, that guy, right? Yeah. Right, and so when you put a, a like, even for businesses, man, I, I subscribe to a couple different uh, podcasts that are just about business social media, mm-hmm. and um, they're it's still still you think it's played out because you see it all the time, mm-hmm. but quotes, awesome, like a some because because it reaches that one person at that one time, yeah, and they're like wow because they're aware of what that that sentiment or that emotion right then and there mm-hmm. and they have it like I have a blog that I regularly shoot out on social media it's in like regular rotation mm-hmm. uh, called don't you dare give up top 10 reasons not to give up yeah. and inevitably I'll get an email from one person it's yeah. like dude today was the day that I needed to read that mm-hmm. you know because they were there they were just they were there. and that's that's the thing right and that's for them right yeah I mean, I, I hit that same thing with the Songwriting Pro blog. Is uh, recently of there and in Freddie, I've I've blogged about you know the challenges of having a day job and pursuing songwriting and, and not giving up and and you know quote cards like that. And I don't you know post quote cards on Instagram or stuff like that about like I had an Ellen Jackson cut. Right. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Um, it would be funny if you put that on a quote card. Just, yeah. What a douche. <laughs> I know. 
you know, I had um, let's see if I pull it up on Instagram. But some of the stuff that gets more reaction is is the kind of stuff that meets somebody where they are, and it's about them, right? It's not about what I want to say. It's about what somebody needs to hear, or what hopefully I think they need to hear. So I have one that says, you know, no one will ever believe in you and your music until they finally do. Don't quit. Yeah, no one will ever believe it. And you know, some of the comments are just like, true, love this. Oh, I needed that today. Yeah. You know, uh, today hit me. And some of the blogs lately have been about, you know, the day job stuff. It's like, man, thank you. You know, I yep. needed that today. And they're reading it because it's connecting with them. There's not anything about me in those blogs. It's about the other people. And that's the stuff that's getting shared and people are connecting to emotionally. And then they're, and so they read that. They decide they like you. They like the way you think. Yeah, I'm joining the conversation to that's in their trust head. with you. Yeah. I'm joining the conversation that's already that's in their head. That's a good way of putting that. I heard that somewhere. And, uh, you know, so therefore, I'm I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in their head. Yeah, and so they appreciate that giving. I mean, that's one thing people love about songs. If you give voice to the conversation that's already in their head and give them words to say that they didn't have words for some of these feelings or whatever before. Now they now you put the words and the melody to what they're already feeling. Yep. You know, and 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 so what happens there is they begin to create a relationship with you. They begin to feel they become aware of you. Yeah. They feel comfortable with you. There's something mm. there for them. You're helping them, mm. and now all of a sudden they're like, "What's this songwriting pro thing? Like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. you know, oh maybe, oh so Brian, I could like improve my songwriting with you. Now all of a sudden they're doing business, right? Yeah. And that's how it starts. So guys, when you're an artist, okay, so how can you do that? for people that are in your community. Like, whatever kind of artist you are, what what are some common likes? What are some common things that they like? Uh, and construct your content as much as you can to be about them. You need to pepper in you. Right. You need to pepper in those tour dates, that, that show day. Right, the you backstage need, thing to show that, yeah. oh, you're... Because now you're a friend that's also cool because you're in a band. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? There's a really big example of this. I'm going to share this with like Taylor Swift. Is brilliant at this, right? So yeah. Taylor Swift is like the one artist who was young enough to uh, really have come into the social media game fully aware of how it works mm-hmm. and and how to play that game. Yeah. But broke in the mid-2000s when radio was still really strong and broke new artists, yeah. right? So she had the benefit of being launched by radio, mm-hmm. and, which we don't now, right? right? Like, radio's probably not going to launch you. Like, right. uh, uh, I talked to the guys at that one record label, I talked about the three P1, the millions of dollars spent on radio, and you don't know his you name. Know is, you wouldn't right? know who the hell he is. Like, uh, and, and I got... I could probably name five of them right now if you put a gun to my head like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not launching people anymore. So uh, how are you going to get that person to pay attention to you? That has to be about you first. They have mm-hmm. to like you first. Then they're going to listen to the music, mm-hmm. right? And the way that you're going to do that is you have to like them first, right? And we've right. talked about before on Expand Your Brand, like you got to follow them first, mm-hmm. right? And and then they're like, oh, this person, wow, thank you for following me. Hey, that's great. And then they go and they're going to look at your feed. Mm-hmm. And if you've got stuff that's all about you, you're the obnoxious guy. Yeah. But if there's some stuff in there about them, now they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. It could be comedy stuff that you DJ. Yeah. Right? That's funny. I do that all the time on my personal feed. Yeah. Um, and if it's relevant to Daredevil and if it's relevant to the climb community, I'll share it there too. Right. Um, because they're different audiences, right? Right. But um, in, uh, in, in some instances. But, but comedy stuff, heartfelt stuff. The, the mm-hmm. puppy that finds its home, the, the puppy that gets rehab that was starving, that right. was loaded with mange, and these people came like those kinds of stuff. That's 
relevant and personal somebody likes dogs and man if they're feeling that on your feed mm-hmm. and they share it from your feed you just struck a chord you've right. created you you've you've had that really good conversation with somebody you just met and they walk away going man i like that guy well I a like lot of times dog. that happens when you talk about them the whole time they haven't learned yep. anything about you and then they leave going what a great conversation yeah <laughs> And, you know, you just ask them questions about them or whatever, and yeah. they didn't even talk about you. And like, that, brings up the, that brings up the Craig Gertis story. With, yeah. uh, with, with the, with the, with, when I was playing on his Twitter back in 2013, mm-hmm. Twitter was a lot hotter then than it is now. And um, we had just sent out that song, Haggard Fan. We, pat, we interrupted the pattern because we followed a bunch of people. Number one, we loved them first. Mm-hmm. They were Haggard fans because they were... Like following Merle Haggard's Twitter right. account, that's where I found him. They followed him back. We automatically sent him a download. Back then, it used to be cool. Now it's not. But we automatically sent him a, a, a link to a download of a song called Haggard Fan. Right. So there was a, this is a very specific instance. If the song was right. called anything else, this wouldn't have worked, right? Right. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but then they, they, go, they. I'm a Haggard fan. Right, I'm a Haggard fan. Click and they download it. Right. They get the and the song rocked. It was amazing and and there was for all these reasons like it was very cool for them. Mm-hmm. And so we had like in three months. We had 2,000 downloads of that song. But uh, we would get, people would tweet out about it, right? Mm-hmm. And they would tweet the artist. And I was pretending to be the artist on the right, account. Yeah. And so here's, I'm going to, this is so worth repeating. Like, this dude just, hey man, sit in the garage, cranking Haggard fan, killer song, right? He just wanted, he took the time to shout out this artist yeah. and wanted to say, dude, I love this, you know? Mm-hmm. And most artists are going to do what? Heart. Yeah, Thanks. Thanks. Cool. Rock. You know, horns re- up. Maybe you repost it or retweet it. Thumbs up. Yeah. You retweet it. Like, look at how cool I am. Yeah, exactly. right? Other people like it. Social proof. So, Which, I mean, there is value to social proof. But. that Yeah. But. Th- so, I tweet back to the guy. I'm like, wow, man. Thanks. Dot, dot, dot. Wait. And this is intentional. How can I make this about him? Yeah. And he gave me one little nugget of information. Get what are you garage. doing in the garage? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like I'm, now he's got me. He could be working on a car. I don't know, building a bomb. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Right? Yeah, write my manifesto and get my nail yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, and he's like, oh, man. Then all of a sudden, he super, like, you could just feel the, you know how you can feel the energy sometimes, like yeah. in a text or a tweet. Like, there, he was excited mm-hmm. now. He's like, me and my buddy are in here sitting in lawn chairs, cranking Haggard Fan, drinking beers, and mining the grill outside. Another piece of information. Yeah. And it's a man. And a grill, like done, right? And right, so, yeah, like, dude, like, what, wait, what do you? A grill? You know what you're doing with that thing? <laughs> Boom! I get a picture of the grill, you yeah. know, and it's gorgeous. So I'm like, dude, that looks fantastic. Now I'm high fiving him for right. something that he's doing really well. And he, but you need, like, he was looking like up. He thinks this artist is on a pedestal, right? Because he loves the song. He loved that song, and it sounded like a major label track, not for nothing. I yeah. co-produced it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and um. And then, uh, and, and, and then I'm like, well, what kind of marinade are you using? I'm just trying to figure out how can, what kind of questions can I ask this guy about him? Yeah. So sick that after that tweet, he's like, dude, it's a, or no, then he, he gets back to the tweet. He goes, uh, it's Dale's marinade, which just straight up happened to be like randomly my favorite marinade, but for steak, he was using it on chicken. I'm like, dude, you can use that on chicken. I love that for steak. Now <laughs> we're having a real, that's me just asking him questions. Now we're having this real exchange. Yeah. Dude, like eight tweets coming because he couldn't fit it all in 140 <laughs> characters. Like, that's it. If you guys come through town, you stay at my house. Like, if I find out that you're staying at a hotel room, I mean, the whole bus, I got room to park the bus. Like, the whole crew can stay there. I'm going to get you drunk. I'm going to get you fed. Like, we're going to grill out. Like, I will take you. Save some money. He wanted, he's trying to add value to us so bad, right? Yeah. And I, I was just working this single. We didn't have a record. I didn't have a hat, a koozie, a bond. If I had all that, you think that guy would have bought? Oh, yeah. And that was 10, 15 minutes of my time. 
Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, how can you... So think about think like Jeopardy, right? You have to put your answer in the form of a question. <laughs> put put your content in the form of a question. How can you make it about them? And when you really dig down in that, now you're starting to create relationships, and they're going to start to like you. Maya Angelou said, "People, when they first meet you, aren't going to remember what you wore, mm-hmm. and they're not going to remember what you said. They're going to remember how you made them feel." Yeah. So when you focus on that, which by the way is sales, which is why we started this out the way we started this out, okay? Um, And you're dealing with people and you're making them feel good about themselves, then, my friend, you are going to see the needle move and you're going to see your your interactions go up. I mean, I can't tell you how prideful I was to know that, like, my artist had almost the same amount of of follow followers on Instagram and, like, relatively the same level of engagement. Yeah. And uh, and this guy had been like three like major singles on major radio on P one primary mm-hmm. radio like, you know, like they spent millions and we did this for you know, much less much less <laughs> right much less yeah yeah so anyway uh, that's all I got to say about that guys if you want some more uh, guidance on this I mean mm-hmm. this this is a muscle and once you start to flex it and you start asking those questions then I promise you your subconscious is going to deliver for you mm-hmm. you're going to get that inspiration and start to twist up the way that you put your content on there mm-hmm. and it's going to move the needle for you it's going to change the way people think about you and you're going to get some new fans and get you get into growth because there's going to be something for them and then they're going to hear the music yeah and then they're going to and then at that point that's up to you right they better look yeah. okay you better be like on you that you better level. bring it right yeah you better bring it but uh, if you want some some more guidance on how to do this some more tricks and just talk about different ways that we can look at your custom feed and certain things that you're doing as an individual and we can create a custom strategy for you then a schedule a consulting session today email us at info at daredevilproduction.com production is singular there is no S once again info at daredevilproduction.com in the sub line put consulting there's a charge for it yes but it's listen it's an education it's it's mm-hmm. not thousands of dollars it's not even hundreds of dollars okay but it is a charge it's worth it and mm-hmm. we will will change your life okay get in touch with us set up that consulting session and watch what we can do for you so uh man that brings us to the end of, our, of another killer climb episode yes right? uh join the climb community if you haven't already mm-hmm. all right ask to be let in we let everybody in there's man there's a, everybody in there's interacting with everybody else and you can from find lots of different answers, lots of different examples of what other people are doing with their feeds, with their song lyrics, mm-hmm. with their music to, to, to up their game and become more competitive. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Make sure all those episodes come immediately in there. Share it with a friend. That's the best compliment you can give us. Yes, it Just is. Share it with a friend and then finally uh, take a moment or two, leave a five-star rating and put a little review in there and tell them why you like it. Tell other people who were thinking about listening why you like it. All right? This podcast exists, guys, because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 